I'm loving this. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Morgan the Ask For Podcast. Trevor and I want to thank you for listening. Please help us spread the word to your friends and family by telling them to give us a listen. Another way to help the podcast is by subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on your favorite podcast player. We cannot thank you enough for listening, and we really appreciate it. Welcome to this edition of Morgan the Ask For Podcast, one of our most favorite episodes of the year masters preview spring's coming golf is here uh played nine holes yesterday with a couple of our friends and everything it was a good time out there it wasn't super warm today was a little bit warmer a little rain here but it is masters week my favorite golf tournament it's trevor's favorite golf tournament Thursday through Sunday, there's a lot. There's it's the most golf I watch over a weekend, and it's not close. Yeah, this is probably my favorite podcast that we do each year. The major ones, just because there's only four of them. You know, typically we do a lot of NFL and college, which sometimes that gets a little repetitive. But this is, you know, we only talk four or five tournaments a year. You know, sometimes we'll do a Ryder Cup or TPC Sawgrass. So uh, the Masters is like the Super Bowl of golf. It's like the Daytona 500 of, of NASCAR, kind of the kickoff of the season, even though there's been other tournaments. But this is this is really the big one that even the non true non golf fans will even tune into to see, you know, who's at the leaderboard. And uh, again, back to the, the spring rotation. Now, we had the one there in 2020 where DJ won at the end of the end of fall, which was right. a neat to see it. But I assume everything should be pretty much back to normal down there. Uh, full crowds I think yes. you know, pretty much had that last year too so yeah it'll be the first time it's essentially normal since 2019 you know 2020 it was in the fall with DJ not fans I don't think at all really um, and then last year very limited fans and then now this year full go I watched this morning the drive chip and putt contest I was on this morning it was there um, that was pretty cool you know Tyler competed in that and actually one of the guys that beat Tyler at um, at Glen Oaks in Des Moines made it uh, through the next round uh, from Coon Rapids, Iowa. Uh, he played, and then a girl from Bettendorf uh, played as well. So a couple Iowa kids there, but it's just neat to see. You know, that is – they have that course. that Everything that course does all year round is set for this week. And, and that's what makes it so nice is, you know – the members are the who's who of the world, or especially U.S., and essentially they shut it down for half the year so it can grow and they change every hole, and, and that course is immaculate, absolutely immaculate for this week. Absolutely. they, Like you said, they pretty much shut it down for half the year. Even if you're a member there, if you're fortunate <laughs> enough to or have enough money, you probably only get to play it 10 times a year, I bet, if that. Right. So members down there so it's more just a part of being the being a part of the club right and I don't know if you saw the U.S. women's tournament I did watch some of it 
Uh, I thought that I want to start with that just real quick before we get the men's, but I thought that was impressive. I, I caught sort of the end of it and Anna Davis who won it. They're like, yeah, she's a sophomore. And I thought they were talking, she's a sophomore in college. No, she's, she's sophomore in high school. Yeah. She's 16. They, they talked to her today. Yeah. That that's crazy. Cause there, there was girls from LSU and other colleges out there. And she, uh, one of the commentators was saying, cause her, her jacket was kind of flopping around and he was saying, you know, most golfers, guys or girls, they don't want anything flapping around or, you know, golfers are very superstitious. Right. And she was just kind of walking around the course and nothing bothered her. So well, I wear, wearing a bucket hat and everything. Corey Sheely bucket hat yep. and got the jacket flapped around in the wind. Just not a care in the world. So I thought that was pretty impressive for 16 years old. And obviously we'll probably see her on the uh, LPGA tour here in the coming years. Yeah, it was just funny. It was uh, a big boost before your sophomore golf season. <laughs> yeah, no, no expectations at all when you go to tournaments. And it's, I don't know how she's ever going to top that, you know, until she gets the college or the, the pros, of course. But yeah, just nerves of steel, I guess, or just no nerves at all. Just the way she conducted herself, it seemed like there was no, it was just an average day golf out with her friends. And the best thing that that'll do for her is it gets her into several events that she can go play in that she's going to get super experience really young. I'm sure she's in the women's amateur now. She's probably in the U.S. Open, women's U.S. Open. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, another one. But I, I would guess she gets into some big-time events now. And, uh, you know, because she still be a, a junior. So she wouldn't even necessarily have to play in, like, the U.S. amateur she could do the U.S. junior amateur still. And NIL deals for when she gets into college, I'm sure there's going to be opportunities oh, yeah. for those. And who knows what colleges are going to offer. I'm sure Stanford's and the Georgia's, LSU. Yeah, I, I think she's from California. So California, yeah. So I'm sure maybe maybe Tiger and Stanford will be recruiting her pretty hard. And then some uh, sending some, some big-time dollars her way to come to Stanford. Absolutely. Condoleezza Rice will just sign her up. Yeah, yeah. So kind of moving in, obviously, to this week's Masters. Uh, just real quick, Thursday they're talking about a little bit of rain, maybe. That's what I, that's one thing I did not do. Um, I, I I've got your the top ten odds people, and then I've got kind of a rundown that we talked about before. But I did not look at the weather. So you have the weather. Yeah, a little little bit of rain, sixty percent chance on Thursday, and then they're talking you know, slight winds through throughout the tournament. But other than that, everything should be fine. What What's the temp? Did you? Uh, 60s and 70s. Okay. So not, so not hot, but then not cold either. So, yeah. So, I mean, compared to what they had to deal with at Sawgrass, this is going to be almost perfect. Yep. So that's good. I, you know, it, it is sometimes fun to watch them struggle with weather and stuff. And when Zach Johnson won it, it was super cold. Everybody's wearing stocking hats and gloves and everything. But it is awesome to watch when it's perfect weather because that course is set up for that. And it don't let the weather affect the play, you know, let the best players win it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, usually with the U.S. Open, we see that most years where they they get a little too aggressive on the fairways, especially on the greens. Yep. Augusta set up naturally, like I said, if we get a little bit of rain Thursday, and then just a little bit of wind and good weather throughout the weekend. It, it should be perfect conditions for these guys. Yeah, so, so you're going to be 15 to 20 under to win it, you know, um, I would yeah, guess I if it's DJ good. DJ wanted 20 under right. 
uh, the fall one. So yeah, I mean, it, it should be, it should be a double digit under par. They'll probably get the victory. You would think. All right. So let's just, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let's just go down uh, the list of here are your top 10 by odds to win it. Rom at plus 900, Spieth, Morikawa and JT, Justin Thomas at 1200, uh, McElroy and DJ at, to 1400, Cam Smith, and then Scotty Scheffler at 1600, uh, and then Kepka, Cantlay, and Hovland at 1800. So those are your top 10 odds to win it. I'm getting a little better odds on Fox Bet than you are. Are you? This was, I got, uh, this was on CBS. I, I couldn't tell okay. you which, which well, I mean, uh, sports book they use. They're, they're close. I mean, uh, Ron's 11 to 1, Scheffler 16, Brooks 18. Speed 18, but I mean, they're close. Yeah, it just depends what betting you have to use. And yeah, I mean, those are the top 10, regardless. It just depends on where they yeah, got. So, the so again, you know, for those of you that, you know, in Iowa, we can bet Colorado, you can bet. Um, shop around, uh, DraftKings is kind of what I use most of the time. Uh, but there's FanDuel and Caesars and points bet. I mean, there's all kinds of them you can have. Um, yeah, depending on the player, I mean, check all your apps, whether you got two, three, four of them, whatever. Uh, check check each app for each player because you could you can go from nine to one to eleven to one, and yeah. that's, that makes and, a big and that 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 is, you know, say you bet twenty bucks on them, that's five bucks or that you know or or whatever it is, that's it's good. All right, so now let's get to the number one story, and it's not close, and it really doesn't have anything to do with the golf yet. It's Will Tiger Woods play. He he went last week with his son and Justin Thomas. Uh, flew up there for the day and then flew home. And then he flew up there today and put it out on Twitter, whatever you want to, whatever social media, other accounts he did. Uh, he went up to uh, continue his preparations and he said he's a game time decision. So he's not ruling it. He's not saying he is. He's not saying it. He isn't. Um, and it is all just about his health and whether he can walk it for four or five days and, and be healthy. I think he's going to give it a shot. I, I do too. I mean, I just think he's too far gone and he's been up there a couple of times. You know, if he walked that one round and it really couldn't handle it, you know, he would have withdrawn right there because, you know, for as hard headed as he is and he wants to play, I have a hard time believing he'll play if he has no chance at completing it because he knows, I would assume if he drops out, somebody else goes. Now the Masters are a little bit different in that, where it's not just everybody goes there. Um, there's not necessarily alternates, but you know, I would expect if you know if he drops out, somebody else will get in, or they would go and fight somebody else. So you know, I would expect him if he can't go to announce it as soon as he can, so he can get replaced. Yeah, I'd have to imagine they've got you know one, two, and three reserves. Right. Again, the Masters is different. I think it's the smallest field of all the four majors. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing they got to have some reserves, guys that are ready to go, maybe some locals down there that, mm -hmm. you know, volunteer to, to be ready to go. And, of course, you always have uh, a lot of times, of course, superintendent, like the PGA Championship. And then yeah. down there, I can't think of the guy's name, but I know they've had somebody play before when they had yeah. an officer. Yep, yep, the marker that plays with them. There's a good golfer, just knows the course, plays it. Yep, and so someone has to play by themselves. Yeah, yeah, not scared to pick up on a hole if they're about six or seven strokes in. They'll just pick up, let the pro finish, and then move on to the next hole to keep pace of play going. But yeah, I, 
I expect Tiger to play. I mean, if he's there, I, th I think he knows the importance of this. Him making the cut and being in condition on the weekend, it'd be another all-time Tiger story. So I, I think he's going to try his best to be out there, obviously. Right. So I, I do think he plays. Do you think he plays? Yeah, I, I do. And okay. just so speaking of his odds, I mean, he's 80 to 1 to win. Right. <laughs> okay, for, for as big a story as it was in 2018 when he won, he won in 18? 19. 19. 19. Or, or whatever, yeah, one of the two. 19, right? yeah. Have, have to keep the years together now. Yeah, because it was 19, it was the year before because he actually kept the jacket for like 18 months, you know, uh, for because right. when DJ won it in the fall of 2020. Um, yeah, it was so it was 19. For as big a story as that was, this would be double that. I think. It 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 might be. I mean, that one in itself was big enough, but Tiger is basically 13 months ago to the day or close right. that he got in that car accident. So he almost lost his leg. You know, the, the footage was pretty bad. I remember when that day, I mean, people were tweeting that people were tweeting. They thought he probably died in that right. car. So, yeah, I mean, if he does go out there and win, yeah, it could be twice as big as the one at 19, like you said. And at 80 to 1, I mean, very rarely are you going to get Tiger Woods at 80 to 1 <laughs> in a golf tournament. So it's such a sucker bet, but I'll probably find myself throwing five bucks on him. Yeah, I, I won't probably, but. Um, that would, uh, yeah, if he comes and wins, it'd be just unbelievable. So realistically, I don't think he wins, but realistically, does he make the cut? I mean, I, I guess if, if I'm Tiger Woods camp or if I'm someone that's cheering on Tiger Woods, if he gets to the weekend, that's a super win in my my book. Um, you think he gets makes the cut? Right when you brought this up, I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head how many times he's missed to cut the Masters. I know it can't be a ton. Probably only three or four, I would guess. I know there was one year where him and Phil, I think it was like 2017 or 2018, they were hyping both of them up. And I think they both missed a cut that year. But anyway, if he plays, I think he makes a cut just because he knows the course so well. Right. He knows where to miss. He knows what holes to be aggressive on. He'll, he'll have the patience to make the cut, I think. So... Again, if he plays, I'd, I'd be betting on him making the cut. Now, you know, will he really be in contention come Saturday and Sunday? That's a different story. But I just think he's got so much course knowledge compared to a lot of other guys. That I think that could that in itself could, could get him to the weekend. Right. And, and I do think there are two brand new holes. I mean, they're not brand new, but two holes that are really different that they kind of redid. Um, so they did talk about how, you know, it's not like 18 hole. He hasn't played this you know, same exact course a hundred times, but he knows enough of it. And, you know, it, it, it will be, nothing will surprise him. Yeah. It's, it's tough to surprise Tiger to anything. And again, right. in 19, when he won, he was patient and it looked like uh, Molinari was going to run away with that, yeah. that masters. Cause I think the first three days or the first three days, like the first six holes, he didn't have a single bogey, something right. crazy like that. Um, and then, of course, they make the, the turn, go to Amen Corner, and then there at 12 and on is when Molinari, Kepka, and a bunch of guys hit ball the water, made mistakes. And, again, Tiger just stayed patient. So I, I think that patience and the course knowledge, even though, like you said, they've altered some holes here, as long as he plays, I, I mean, he's got a big advantage over a lot of guys. Well, he's going to know when he has to go and when to be safe. I mean, that's just, you know, the, the, the backside – 
you know, if he needs something, there are holes to go get, you know, the two par fives, maybe take a little chance there, you know, if he has to, you know, but, you know, if you just birdie both of those, you know, 16 is, you know, relative, <laughs> relatively, but overall for a part three, you know, it, it doesn't roll down, you know, it's not Sunday pin there every, all the time, but that's a relatively easy. I mean, the thing about the makes the masters better is you do get that course knowledge because it's the same one every time. And then there's been several golfers over the course of time that have birdied the like last four holes you know some of them have done it to win it you know um but just to make the cut or to get in contention if you hit good golf shots you can birdie a lot of holes at augusta speaking of that i was listening to uh watching a little video before we got started here some guy he's got this big computer system they can type in all these numbers data throughout the years and the best average score per hole on strokes gained over the last 20 years, or excuse me, last 20 rounds, at least minimum, since 2008, is John Rahm on hole number 11. Okay. 11, that's a tough par four. I mean, it's got the water. He's yep. gaining over half a stroke uh, there on that one. And just a few others I thought were in, interesting. Number 13 is Bubba. He, he's played that one the best. 15 is Bill Haas. There's a name you haven't heard of. Oh, yeah. And 17 is Ricky Fowler, and 18 is, is Brooks Kepka. So, again, Brooks always there in the majors. He's yeah. got the best uh, strokes gained on 18, 20 rounds minimum. So, and just one other little random stat, three guys that actually don't play Amen corner very well is Patrick Cantlay, Brooks Kepka, and Colin Morikawa. So, again, you can talk yourself into a bunch of different things. You can get a million stats and a million different yep. numbers. You can overthink it. And, but usually at the end of the day, it's, you know, the top 10, there's about six or seven big names there. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing that, that the masters, that course, you know, I've never been on it. You, you, you play it on video games. You see it every year, that course, the cream really does rise to the top. Very rarely, you know, somebody might come out and win, but like you said, of the top 10, seven of them are probably going to be in the top 20 in the world. You know, yeah, that, that's right. I mean, unless I was hoping Zach was going to be on here tonight with us, unless you get a, uh, a Willett. Danny, Danny Willett. Yeah. Danny like you said, the, the, the winner might not be that player, but you know, even when Tiger won it, everybody behind him was right there. I mean, it was Kepka. It was, you know, Molinari was on fire that year. You know, he was, I mean, just, it was name after name. All the big yeah. names. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't necessarily, and, and he's the biggest name of them all, but he wasn't a top 20 player, but everybody right there was a top 20 player. Yeah. And you're going to, you'll see some names near the top, probably the first two days or even day three, yep. but it really, like they say, the masters doesn't start till the back night on Sunday. And yep. you, you know, Sunday you get some of those guys that are doing well. They get well, the first well, Fred couples will be in the top 10 on Friday. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of him, I mean, him and Bernard Langer are 1,000 to 1 each to win it. So, if you what are the odds to make the cut? I bet Longer's odds to make the cut probably aren't probably aren't very good. Really, I mean, my, my app didn't even show it, but uh, I'd like to, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm about to check on that. I might not, I might make a bet on him to make the cut. That's worth, the, that's worth the bet. He's steady. I mean, yeah, he's good enough to not have a blow up hole like a lot of these guys. And, yep. you know, he'll be right there, I'm sure, at least near the cut line. So, no, I mean, most likely we're going to see the typical names there come Sunday afternoon. 
Uh, I didn't know if you had any any players you were liking here that's, you know, kind of the favorites that maybe you liked. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Let's go to the, okay. the next next one I have uh, kind of storyline. Roy McIlroy still looking to complete his Grand Slam. Um, you know, he, he he's had his chance and, and he messed it up on the back nine on Sunday, you know. Um, he's one that's – he's struggled there overall. Um, this course must not fit his eye or game or whatever. Um, you know, he's right there. He's 14 to one to win it. You know, um, do you think he's there? Do you think he competes? Um, how do you think he will do this year? He won the CJ cup not too long ago. Been playing pretty good. Hasn't played a lot recently. Um, but playing decently right now. I never know what to think about Rory because he gets so much hype and, and rightfully so in the majors, especially here because of, you know, like I said, that Sunday where he threw it away, he needs it now for the grand slam. Um, I, I'm probably going to trend away from Rory this week, but, you know, I'd love to see him win it. Of course, I'd, I'd love to see him get the grand slam. Uh, he's a great, great player for the game of golf. He's, he's helped grow it, helped grow the game a lot. I like Rory. It just seems like most of the time he gets so much buildup behind him from the media and from people who like to bet. And they just never really quite sh doesn't show up. I mean, even, even being near there in contention, you know, the last nine holes. So I'm probably going to trend away from Rory this week. And this will probably be the week that he goes out and wins it, of course, but right. Rory's a name I'm, I'm staying away from this week. Just, yeah. and really it's just a pure gut feeling. That's all it is. Well, and, and, and he's, he like, and we're going to talk about this in our next, next uh, kind of comments, our surprises and disappointments. He's going to be my disappointment uh, prediction. I read a couple of things and just, they, it, this course just must not be, there's lots of experts that just don't think he can do it again this week. Right or wrong, you know, he's gotten married, has kid, you know, that was kind of one of the things during the, you know, the players where the delays and everything is how much different it is. His family was there with him and it was watching Peppa Pig. It wasn't sitting at the, the bar with his buddies, you know, joking around and everything. He was back at his house with, you know, um, you know, just wasn't ordering uh, Domino's pizza. Right. Just different lives and and we've talked about that it's not a bad thing you know he's getting a little older family married priorities are different you know he's made all the money in the world you know that he needs uh, now don't kid yourself he wants to win uh, but it's not life or death when he was 22 years old that that's all he lived for what's well, like we talked about with Ricky Fowler not to the same extent of course because Ricky doesn't have a major but Ricky had a good four or five year run there where he was man I mean close every year one sawgrass and then he had a kid too he's fallen off the map really Rory yeah, I mean, McElroy is not falling off the map we're just no, thinking he's no. not going to win this tournament right um, but like you said Fowler has fallen off the map can't play golf anymore it seems like it does seem like that and again he had a good run we'll see if he bounces back golfers go through slumps all the time but again like you said having the family does it change things and I mentioned the Domino's pizza did you see that years ago where he and Justin Thomas were talking, like walking off a hole. That's why yeah. I brought, um, I think it was like three, four or five years ago. Can't remember where it was, but anyway, they were walking off a hole. They got done putting and Rory brought up. He's like, you know, everyone, 
you ever get hungry late at night and the only place open is Domino's? He's like, man, I love Domino's. He's like, I order it all the time late at night when I'm hungry. Because, you know, Domino's always open to like one night one. Yeah, it's your cheap college uh, pizza. Yeah, and then everyone gave Rory a hard time because, you know, Domino's is basically the most basic (laughs) pizza, you know, that you can get and Rory loves it. So, yeah, he he, he can order a, a pizza for 50 bucks and no one would care. And he doesn't care, but he's going to get the five ninety nine pizza just like everybody else. Yeah, so you, you have to look that up sometime. You eventually, I'm sure you'll see a video on TikTok or Instagram about it. But yeah, I mean, again, with Rory with his family, and like you said, don't kid yourself. He wants to win this. This is this is a game changer if he wins it. Oh yeah, I mean, he goes into an elite group. So yeah, I mean, I don't like to say I'm counting him out, but I'm I'm fading him just kind of like you are. Yeah. All right, so now kind of like I alluded to this just a few minutes ago, um, what are some of your surprises you think that maybe not on this list or maybe, you know, maybe bottom of the list that we talked about uh, that you think will do really well in this tournament? Well, I mean, again, the the top guys, I mean, you can take any pick. We already talked about Rory. I I really like Cam Smith. I bet him during Sawgrass at 22 to 1. I like Brooks. I like Spieth and I like Xander of the big names. Um, a guy that kind of surprised me was Patrick Reed at 55 to one. Okay. Uh, Patrick Reed's got, he, he won it four years ago. I think it was, or five, I guess. Yep. And he's got two top 10 since then. I'd say so, he's played well lately. Yeah. So I 55 to one uh, for Patrick Reed, I think is really good value there. Uh, a name I, I don't like at all is Bryson DeChambeau at 33 to one. He hasn't played really at all, has he? No. I, mean, I, I just don't know. Of course, like I said earlier, I like Tiger, but that's 80 to 1, I guess. I, I just don't know if you can come off – not that he's been on the couch, but I don't know if you can come off the range in the right. gym and just come play this course. You know, I remember a few years ago when he said – what do you say? Par to him was 68 or 69 uh, when he was really in his right. dominant. And he didn't have a good a good tournament that year. So I don't know if he can just show up. Again, at 33 to 1 for Bryson, I'm, that's another big name I'm going to stay away from. Yeah, so some of my, you know, kind of my three guys that I, I think will do really well that I don't think are, aren't my pick to win are, and these aren't like bottom name guys or anything, but kind of Rom, Morikawa, Cantlay, and then Brooks, Kepka. Those are kind of my four that I think will be right there. I don't, I, they're not my pick to win it. Uh, but I think those four guys will probably be right there at the end. I mean, Brooks, we got, I mean, we got to talk about Brooks. I, I just, I think you about have to bet on the guy every major. Oh, I, I did. I, I, one, he's just awesome. I, I like him a lot. And then two, yeah, you can't, he, he, he's kind of like Tiger, where Tiger did everything from about 2003 to 2010, where it was just all about the majors. Didn't care about any other tournaments. Now, Tiger had some courses and some other tournaments out there like the Firestone that just every time he entered it, he seemed to win. Now, Brooks doesn't have that or do that. Uh, He doesn't win outside of the majors or outside of the World Golf Championships. I mean, he just really doesn't. Uh, But he is always there at the big, big tournaments. So, uh, yeah. And then then in my book right now, Zach and I were talking about this the other night, if – if everybody is playing their best golf right now, I don't think anybody's better than Rom. 
Probably not. I mean, he, you know, he's obviously the, the number one. Right. Favorite. Right. I mean, he's, he's the number one guy in the world and, and you know, or I guess Scotty Scheffler is number one in the world, but there's well, another guy that's he's on fire. That Talk about a guy that's changed his life since from January 1st to April 4th. Um, he's doubled his career earnings. I think he had one career win and now he has like four, won three times, I think in the last six months. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I mean, he's just changed his life um, in the last few weeks. Yeah, I've got him showing at sixteen to one at least on Fox Bet, and yeah, that's what I that's what I have him. And too. you know, I I could understand betting that. Again, I'm I'm a big Cam Smith guy, so right. speaking of Cam Smith, you know, he won TPC Sawgrass, and I think he's taken the past two or three weeks off just to hang out with his family. They they smoke. He's not a big gym guy. Right. He likes to fish. He likes to drink some beers and. But I was reading on the message board, and again, take this for what you will. This person could have made it up, but they said they've got family that lives near him in Florida. And Cam Smith said Augusta sets up to his eye better than any course in the world that he's ever played. And you look at his history there; he does feels excellent at Augusta. So, um, well, I'm th- I, I think those court that course must be kind of like what happened. What you think about Australians there at the Masters? They've always done well. You know, Greg Norman never won it, but he played well there a lot. You know, Adam Scott's won there. You know, I mean, there's those courses those guys grow up on must be somewhat similar to that because Australians have done well. I think Trevor Inman is an Australian as well. Um, so, I mean, there's just guys that. Uh, Mark Leishman, Australian. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think he's done okay there too. Yeah. I, I, don't, so, I mean, I don't know just. You know, there's not a ton of Australians on tour. I mean, there's there's quite a few, but you know, the guys that have won it at Augusta and have played well, um, so that just must kind of fit their eye too. Yeah, something about it. You're right. So, I mean, lefties and yeah, well, lefties is it, it makes sense for lefties. I mean, it does. Yeah, again, I mean, Anna Davis, who we just started the show about. I mean, she's a lefty. Yeah, you know, we talked about Bubba. He's won there twice. Phil. Uh, Phil won there. How many times is he? Three. Two, three. Okay. Two or three. Two. I yeah. Two or three. Um. You know, Bubba's seventy-five to one. I don't know what to do with him. Speaking of Bubba, he, he's such a streaky player. This this is the one tournament though that you, if if he came out and won this tournament, would anybody be real surprised? No. But I mean, with his play and with everything, I, I would be. But overall, be like, well. He's won it two times before. He's a lefty. It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, 75 to one. Again, when you start getting in these 60 to ones and on, you got to be realistic with it. Obviously, if they make the cut, you're happy. Right. But, again, they're long shots for a reason. I didn't know if you had any, like, mid-tier or maybe some longer shot guys that you maybe were looking at. What is uh, Xander Shoffley? What's his odds? 22. Okay, so he's just right outside of the top ten. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a guy you can't really count out. Um, he's got two top fives in the last three or four years, or three or four tournaments. Uh, you know, the defending champ uh, Matsuyama, he's hurt. I mean, that's what that is. Is he hurt? Yeah, he he withdrew from the tournament this week with a neck injury. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of looking here. Yeah, yeah. Reed Ustaisen, he's played well there without winning. I had him written down to my tier two type of guys. You know, yeah, so that, that would be another guy, you know, Jason Day. 
you know. Uh, what about uh, Zalatoris? He's 33 to one. He got second last year. Yeah. He, yeah. I've, he's, heard all, I've heard all of his numbers are the tops in the PGA this year. Yeah. Just doesn't have a win. Yeah. Finau, you know, he's played Finau's, well. He, he's played well there. He's kind of been a slump, isn't he, though? What? Yeah. He's I mean, good. I would say so. You know, and then, then you go kind of even more. You got, uh, you know, Matt Wolf, uh, Gary Woodland. You know, you can't – I mean, would you be super surprised with those guys being up there? No. I got uh, – I wrote down the best value bet or two best value bets okay. I, are uh, Webb Simpson and and Justin Rose at 80-1. to 1. They're both 80-1. to 1. Webb Simpson, his last four tournaments, he's averaging about a 12th place finish so i mean he's averaging around the 12th place finish last four tournaments so 80 to 1 i think you're getting pretty good value there yeah i mean he, you know he, he plays well and justin rose he got second 2017 i think it was he's got a top 12 and a top seven finish since then so again both those guys at 80 to 1 they're big name players they've won big tournaments yep again they're 80 to 1 you got to be realistic with it but you're getting you're getting big names with big golf experience for pretty good odds, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so those are some of your best bet picks. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we, you know, kind of pick our, our winners? No, I mean, just some long shots. You mentioned a few of them, you know, Matthew Wolf, I think he's going through some struggles right now. Right. But again, it, you know, all it takes is, to hit it relatively straight and then make some putts. That's all it is. Like today, JJ Spawn won the tournament. On the weekend, he went 31 of 31 from 10 feet in. That's how you win. Yeah, you just you get on a you have a good week at two or three days of where things are clicking for you. Um, you know, a guy who I think we all love is Kevin Kisner. Yeah. He's a hundred to one, but he's not, I don't think he's ever finished better and tied for 20th at the Masters. And he, he's come out and said in the past, there are certain courses that he can compete at and there's certain ones he can't because he's right. not a long ball hitter. Right. So, and he grew up just outside Augusta. Yeah. I'd say he's from close there. And I, I'm always going to bet him just because I usually have two or three guys that I bet no matter what. Right. Kind of like my Lee Westwood, yeah. Kevin Gisner. Uh, I almost wonder if he puts a little bit too much pressure on himself to do well there because he, you know, he grew up right outside of it. Uh, Seawoo Kim, 101. There's a guy with, you know, pretty good player. Right. Harold Warner III is a guy that's played really well the past few years, a sneaky player. You can get him at 125 to 1. And then Eric Van Royen, 201. And Zach's favorite player here, our, one of our favorites, is Zach Johnson at 301. Yeah. And uh, Zach, you know, Zach might come in here and want to, uh, redeem his practice swing he's been having <laughs> yeah he's gonna hurt somebody it, it's been happening i mean he did it i think he did it one year at the masters on 13 yeah i'd say it, it wasn't his first time at the play at the players no and i so i mean he's done this a handful of times and anyway he's, he's getting a lot of heat for it which i kind of understand because if you're a professional and you keep doing this it is kind of a bad look that you oh, keep yeah, super bad I mean, it's a bad look when we do it when we're out playing Sunday noon group. So, right. But I think at 300 to one, I mean, you know, any of these guys at 101 or more, if you got two or three bucks sitting around, right. You want to get out a few guys, 
you really can't go wrong. So, um, no, other than that, I mean, the most strokes gained since 2008, you know, Jordan Spieth is, is second, John Rahm's third, and again, Justin What, what do you think about Spieth? Do you, I mean, he's a, he's a second favorite. You know, he hasn't played great. He does play that tournament really well. And again, if he's playing well, he's tough to beat. I'm going to bet him. Uh, I can get him at 18 to one. I'm probably going to place a bet tonight on him. Again, you, you're right, though. The speed has been quiet, at least mm-hmm. in my opinion. But this, of course, it brings out the best of them typically, other than 12, of course. Right. That one year. So cool. I'm, I'm going to be betting speed. And I think he's going to be right there, you know, Sunday in that top 10 area. All right. So now let's go. Uh, your pick to win. Yeah, it's down to two guys. It's down to Xander and Cam Smith. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cam Smith, I think. He's going to win the players and the Masters in the same year. That is That would be one heck – I mean, you think about his career earnings. So he, how much would he win? Almost three million, over three million bucks for the. It had to be close to that, I would think. And, and yeah. so the Masters will be two point two, probably. I think DJ won about two point one last year. Okay. So uh, well, when DJ won, so Hideki probably won close to two point two, I'd assume. Yeah. So two point two, two point three million. So that'd be five million bucks in two tournaments, or a little over five million bucks. I just, I, I think both those guys are going to be in the top five. I think, I think they both love the course, so it's tough for me. Again, I've, I've already got a bet on Cam earlier this year. I'm going to definitely have a bet on Xander, Speed, and Brooks. Those are going to be my four big names that I'm going with. Yeah, so so my pick uh, to win is, is Hovland. Um, I, I, he's he's kind of – I just think he plays – he's kind of sneaky good. I like his game, you know, just – He's not the top guy, so he doesn't have all the pressure on him. And he plays good golf. Um, I, that's just kind of my pick to win. Um, I don't know if he will or not, but that's that's my kind of pick. You know, probably my, you know, I kind of like, you know, you know, Rom would be good to win um, just because he's, you know, he's the best player in the world right now, I think. Uh, but but I, I'm going to pick uh, Victor Hovland to win it. Okay, I like that pick. I mean, you know, he's he's in that top ten group, right? For most people, I think so. No, he's a good player. You know, he's always got that little grin on his face. I like him. Yeah. Um, you got big plans for the tournament? Any pimento cheese sandwiches you making this weekend? Or? No, but it'd be good. I, I watched a thing today. Uh, it had Dustin Johnson making the pimento cheese or whatever. I did hear there's a big controversy though. The there's a Georgia peach ice cream sandwich that they have there. That they're not having, they're having supply chain issues. Well, I could, I could believe that because our industry and every other industry I talk to, there's supply chain issues. So <laughs> that's uh, that does not surprise me. And it, now that you mentioned it, usually every year they release what the uh, champion's going to have for his dinner. Have you seen it yet? But I, I haven't. I, I don't know because this will be obviously Hideki's right choice to choose. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I'm sure they're going to release that here tomorrow or Tuesday. I what, think. Is it dinner Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday in case there's food poisoning. They have a day to recover. <laughs> I, I do you, believe you, you imagine that if there was food poisoning at that dinner. Oh, that would be terrible. I mean, especially if, especially if you're a player that was barely able to get there, you know, 
Right, right. Like all just, let's just say like a Jack or something that's, you know, 75 Gary player, you know, not playing in a tournament, but older, you don't need to get sick ever. You know, um, that would not be good. No, you get some. And you you think about the expense and the money that's done for that, because, I mean, it's a five-course meal. You know, everything's done just perfect. I don't know who their chef is, but he'd be a world-class chef, you know, that makes the food. Uh, the order that, you know, if it's, you know, I'm going to guess it's some seafood just because he's from Japan or, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have no idea, but they're not buying it from Hy-Vee, you know, or, or Publix or whatever. They're, they're getting it from straight from a wholesaler or from the best in the world. You know, they're not, they don't go cheap on food at the masters. I'm sure. No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I, I know many of the concessions that the uh, Patriots could get, you know, it's like $2 for a, uh tuna sandwich or right. pimento or, or whatever but, but i still I, I still think i bet they lose money on concessions and they're okay with that because it's they not about do. that it, it's I, I would guess they get the best ingredients even for those sandwiches and stuff um that's just tradition it's just what it is you know that's not what the masters is about is having ten dollar turkey legs walking around that's not they don't care um I, I would love to have a pimento cheese sandwich at the Masters, and I, I would pay ten dollars for one. But it's well, even, it's even better if you don't have to. If you don't have to pay two, I know. I know during the quarantine year, where Dustin Johnson went there in the fall, you could order. They would they would send a shipment to your house of supplies to make your own. Yeah, it's pimento cheese and egg salad. So oh, yeah, I like both I those it. sandwiches. I a good egg salad sandwich is good too. Yeah, so I don't know if they're the actual ingredients that they use at the Masters or if it's a little bit cheaper brand, you know, that they're mailing out to people. But you could buy uh, like a starter, you could buy a starter pack of Magnolia, and it came with the, the green Masters wrapping. Oh, awesome. So I, saw, I saw a bunch of, uh, you know, TikToks or whatever, Snapchats of people making, yeah. making big old platters, having a big old party, and people just making their own, you know, Masters food for the Masters. Um, one question I did want to ask you real quick before we finish up, I guess. Obviously, they have the U.S. Women's Amateur there. You've got the men's, the Masters. Mm-hmm. I, I think it might not be a bad idea to have a the women's LPGA have a, a major here every year. Maybe do it two weeks after the Masters or two weeks, well, before, I guess, wouldn't probably work because of weather. But I, I think, it, like I said, that U.S. Amateur, I, I think that's helping grow the game. I think there was a lot of eyeballs on that. and. Right. It's only two days, so. Well, it, it's they only play one day at one day, one day, one day at uh, Augusta National. They play two rounds at another course near there. Mm-hmm. Then I think there's a cut, and they play that Wednesday and Thursday. Then the girls that make the cut, I think, play a practice round Friday at Augusta. I think that's right. And then they play their the the final round on Saturday at Augusta. And then it's over. So it's a three-day tournament, two days at another course, practice round, you know. And I understand because it's so close to the Masters, they want to limit who is there, you know, and they want the girls that are playing the best to play there. Um, Because I think that course, you know, if you're not playing well and you're an amateur, I mean, you think about an amateur that's not playing well, um, that course could eat you up. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean, for – some of those girls even shoot even through one day. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever shoot even at Edmondson in my life. So I, I have done that, but yeah. Um, 
but you know how tough it is. I just, I think it would, again, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on the women's LPGA major circuit, kind of how they do it. I think it would help. I think it helped the game a lot if they did a major there every year, the women's Augusta national. I, I think it'd be good. I think it'd help grow the game. Yeah. I, I know they already have five. The, the men are the only ones that have four. I think the seniors have five and I think the women have five. Uh, the men only have four, you know, um, so that would be, I don't know how that logistically, how that would work, but I agree. Um, and they're doing, you know, you got to give Augusta a lot of credit in the last 10 years, you know, 10 years ago, there were no women or somewhere right around there. Um, you know, still very much, you know, your old rickety country club. Uh, but now they have the women's, you know, obviously with Condoleezza Rice. And I think there are other women now that are members. Um, and then, you know, they have the, the women's amateur there. They have the drive, chip, and putt. I mean, so that's a bunch of kids. You know, obviously they're very good, and but it's still a bunch of kids running around that course today. Um, they, they were kind of showing, it was kind of funny, that DJ was on the practice range, and they were using the practice area for the drive, chip, and putt, you know, they putted on hole 18 green, uh, but, you know, the chip was a, one of the practice greens and the drive was in the practice area. And DJ was practicing and they were showing him warming up and then, you know, he'd look over and stuff. So it was just kind of neat. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's during the tournament. You got to think most of the guys that are playing in that tournament were there today, you know, to practice, to warm up and everything. So th those kids got to walk around and see some of the, you know, the biggest players in the world. Um, so they are opening it up and, and, you know, some of those girls um, that played in that amateur probably, and I know the competitors got, they get to go tomorrow to the practice round, you know, the kids and their families get to go to the practice round and watch tomorrow. They don't get tickets to the actual tournament, which I understand. Uh, but they do get uh, to go to the practice round tomorrow. No, oh, that, that's good. Um, again, like you said, the last 10 years, the Masters has probably really opened up. They're, they're not so stubborn and stuck in their ways, right. I think is a good way to put it. They're open to new ideas. Well, it wasn't that – sorry to interrupt, but it wasn't that long ago. You weren't able to watch – you had never seen the front nine on TV. That was probably 15 years ago, maybe 20, that – the coverage didn't start until the back nine on Sunday. You know, they were talking, you know, coverage began at one o'clock or two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Um, but they never showed the leaders or didn't, they just showed the people who were playing the back nine. You know, you never saw holes one through nine. I mean, well, think, that, think about that. <laughs> well, no, I, I remember that years ago where, and, and still now if you have the master's app, you can, right. you can start watching some feature holes and some groups that, that always used to piss me off in high school and early college It'd be, it'd be two or three in the afternoon before it even come on. It's like, right. why, why are we not showing this from 8 a.m. to oh, yeah. 6 p.m. or central time, you know? like well, And, again, they, they like to keep it hidden. It's the nostalgic of it. I, well, I, it's I it's, it's them, still, but, you know, it's still not the most open because it's still going to be just Amen Corner. You're going you're gonna to have that on your app. Um, it's just going to be the, the featured groups. I don't know if you can – you know, like some of the tournaments you can say, I want to watch, you know, Will Zalatoris, you know, maybe he's not in a, you know, I don't know if you can do that with the Masters. 
um, and just watch him holes one through 18. I, I don't think you can, but I know last year, if you obviously most people listen probably have a, an iPhone or a smartphone by now. If you download the Masters app, I know you can get a man corner. I know you can get right. one or two featured groups and then maybe maybe 18 or something. But Right. And then, then they'll have, um, you know, I know ESPN has the coverage. And so, I, and I don't know if they just have a general coverage or, or if that still is just Amen Corner feature groups that they're commentating. Uh, but yeah, there'll be three or four feeds, uh, but we'll see. Did you did you apply for uh, tickets for this year? I always do. I've yeah, never I I've never have either. I know our friend Brett, his dad Paul, years ago got to go to a practice round. I think Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, and our, our friend Vince got to go for the final round. Well, yeah, was, that wasn't even that long ago. When Tiger won it. Yeah. He was there for that. So, I mean, our, our friend Vince got to go and see probably the best Masters ever. Right. And then Brett's dad only got to be on the course for like an hour and then yeah. got kicked out because, again, so much rain, they made everyone leave. And he only had a ticket for the practice round. That was it. He drove all the way from Iowa down to Augusta, Georgia, which I'd do the same thing. I mean, I would too. I mean, if, if I got tickets, whatever day I'm there, I don't care. Yeah. So uh, again, one of the, one of the best tournaments weekends of the year, I'm going to have, you know, you know, I like betting on, I'm probably going to have about 15 golfers or so that I've, that I've got, you know, four of the top guys some middle guys and then some long shots. And it's just a great tournament. Hopefully we have some good storylines. Hopefully it's not a boring tournament where someone pops out to lead and no one catches them, you know, right. for three straight days, hoping for some action. But I, again, we've, we've talked about many times as deep as golf is right now, it, it should be a, a, a great Sunday on the final night, I would think. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, this is one of our favorite podcasts and favorite weeks. Uh, you know, I've got soccer games to go to. I was supposed to have soccer today, but it didn't happen. So I have soccer both Saturday and Sunday, uh, but we'll uh, we'll uh, have everything we can to pay attention and watch uh, the Masters app. Uh, I suggest everybody gets that and, and watch as much as you can of it. Absolutely, and maybe we'll do a recap. Yeah, we'll we'll do a recap, but it'll just be our regular. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see if it's yeah. an exciting finish or yeah. just a boring one. Yeah. Yeah, if, if something really cool happens, uh, we may have to do one mid-tournament. So, yeah, uh, emergency, emergency master. Yep, might podcast. be an emergency masters podcast. If Tiger pops out to the lead or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tiger's in the top ten on Sunday. We're uh, we'll probably have something uh, Saturday afternoon evening. That's right. That's right. So, looking forward to it. Yep. All right. Well, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later, Trev. Have a good night. Let's go.